0: Hello and welcome to the In The Booth podcast. I'm your host, Alan Etzler, and I'm joined today by News Post reporter Mallory Panuska. Mallory, how are you today?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: We have a special guest here uh, with uh, current County Council President Bud Otis, who is running for re-election. And so I guess we'll just jump right into it with the election coming up, Bud. Can you sort of just give us a quick overview of how the campaign is going and some of the issues that you've been campaigning on?
2: Well, it's going well. Uh, It's it's a very hectic time Uh, its was a lot easier running when you were not elected, but uh you know we still have our our day job at the council but uh, the people are very good to deal with and uh it's been fun serving the people and and I've enjoyed getting out and, and campaigning and, and talking to more more and more people uh and so what are, those, what are
0: some of the issues that you've been running on on this time that are important to you that you want to help uh, kind of uh, take care of in the next four years?
2: Well, one of the one things that I w- really want to do is continue to uh, adjust our teacher salaries. When I started in 2014, the teacher's starting pay for someone coming out of the university was the lowest in the state. Out of the 24 school districts, it was, we were at number 24. That just is unacceptable. Uh, This county is a strong, vibrant county, and if you want the best teachers, you gotta pay them decent wages. And young people could get 7,000 a year more by going into Washington County, uh, and certainly more into Montgomery County, but I want our kids to come home, go to, they've gone to school here, I want them to teach here, and I want them to have that opportunity. So that's a big deal for me. Uh, Another big issue that we're contending with is affordable housing. It uh, is a huge problem in this county. We're between six and 11,000 homes short, uh, and that's really hard on our young families, finding the right location to live in schools and so forth. Uh, and I have some ideas that I, I wanna approach the council about because I'm really concerned uh, that we take care of our working people in this county. Uh, the, the professional people are, are getting by fine, uh, and a lot of people are traveling down the road. But uh, there's a lot of jobs here in the county, and I want to bring more jobs to this county. Take people off of 270. Uh, it make it so they have more time to be with their families. That two hours commuting each way—that's four hours. You know, that's a lot of time that you could spend with your family and and enjoy uh, the amenities that we have in this county. So. Uh, I'm also uh, concerned that we stay abreast with our our, our f- firefighters. Uh, we were short uh, 70 firefighters when we started in 2014. We've been able to add 81. Uh, we're looking at adding another class. Uh, part of the problem is it's hard f- uh, for people to volunteer like you used to, uh, It isn't that people wouldn't and wouldn't like to, but you just don't have the time. Uh, A lot of people are working two jobs, and that's another pretty significant job, too. So I think we're becoming more and more uh, professional firefighters, and uh, we have to be judicious how we do that because that can add up pretty fast cost-wise. But our citizens have a right to expect uh, someone to be there with a fire engine within five minutes of your house on fire and uh ems the same thing and our call center uh, we've beefed those up and we've uh, increased the wages we're paying them as well as the deputy sheriffs Uh, these are services that you have a right as citizens to expect in the county and i think we've met that uh, test and uh, are we done no there's still work to be done but at least we're we've made a lot of progress
1: um well i'm going to jump into another more specific question um it's quite timely. Um, Tonight, I know the county council was voting on a bill that you um, had introduced to raise school construction fees for developers. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about that bill and why you introduced it?
2: About a year ago, uh, the county executive uh, asked uh, me to drop a bill that would raise the mitigation fees uh, 65%. Uh, I felt that was a pretty strong for a one-year uh, uh, jump. And so we talked about it over the year. Uh, it finally came to the conclusion we should set up a study committee. So I, I chose uh, three individuals that were strong with the uh, school system, three that was strong with the de- development community. We sat in room, and uh, the county executive asked if she could come and meet with us. I said, Absolutely. Uh, she did, we had a split, it was going to be an hour, it ended up being a couple hours, uh, and we've had, we had several meetings after that as well, and we finally came up with a proposal, uh instead of doing the 65% one year to spread it out over eight years, uh, 6% a year, that's pretty steep in its, in its own right, uh, and most of these homes aren't going to be built tomorrow anyway, so First year's already being attacked, that's attached, that's 6%, next year's another six, that's 12. It adds up pretty fast. Uh, I don't like the portable classrooms. I, I think they're they're unsafe, and I, I just don't think it's what we ought to be doing with our children. Uh, and so when we have uh, crowding in some of the schools, that's what happens, uh, and I'm all for doing something to uh give the school board the money that in in we are in our in our budget from the county we're planning out the schools uh and we're going to it looks like we're going to get a couple sooner than rather than later uh you know we already uh dedicated cut the ribbon on butterfly lane we got one coming down in urbana uh, the southern part of the county is really booming, and that's where the schools are really needed. Uh, and we're moving as fast as we can. Uh, and this so funds go towards that project. And uh, so I don't know. Uh, it's going to be voted on tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how how, how the vote's going to go. Uh, it it's something mm-hmm. versus nothing. And mm-hmm. to me, I, I I just feel we need to be doing something. Uh, you know, 10% of the workforce in the county are carpenters and plumbers and electricians. And if we slow down some of this, you know, we need about 1,500 homes a year spread out across the county uh, to help with the budget. If we really tighten it down so tight, those people are out of the job. And they have to travel out of the county then to find work in Washington or Montgomery County or other places. So it's a, it's a tight balancing act. Uh, and I, I've tried to balance it. Uh, I thought one of the uh, educators expressed it best, having worked on the uh, study committee. He said, neither side is happy with the result that, that you're proposing it now and taking to the council. He said in, in public session last week. And that's probably when you get a good compromise. You know, um, negotiations and compromise are not bad words. They are in Washington, but they can't be on a county level. We've got to be able to sit down and talk to our neighbors and figure out ways to solve these problems instead of each one getting in the corner and, you know, just slinging uh, things at each other. Uh, so that's what I've tried to do on that and the reforestation bill and others. Uh, being the fourth vote on many, many issues, uh, I, I really do try to listen to both sides when they present their arguments and try to find a, a common ground where we can move forward and take most of the people with us most of the time.
0: The, these mitigation fees only uh, kind of affect a small group of developers that still have projects mm-hmm. that started as part of the bill that was introduced in 2011 and sunsetted in 2016. Would you support a new mitigation fee bill to, to give developers that option again uh, to pay that mitigation fee?
2: Well, that's what this is.
0: This, this is just increasing the bill the fees but on they, the current developments that are still in i'm saying put in a, an entirely new um option so for fee, for new developments they would be able to pay the mitigation fee i'd like
2: to have, i'd like to come up with a whole new idea okay um i think there's a, a better way to deal with this uh and i i I'm, I'm going to ask that we spend time on it um i'm hearing a lot of uh comments from both sides the schools uh, people as well as the developers about h- can we take a look at the rec- recordation tax everybody gets charged with recordation tax if you buy or sell a home everybody in the county profits from good schools <coughs> and so it seems only fair that maybe we ought to all be paying something uh, for the school system by doing that so that, that's an, an idea that's out there it's been floated around and uh, i think it's time we sit down and look at it because uh, this mitigation fee is up and down back and forth and uh you know what i i just think there's a better way and both sides have said that and uh, i think we should sit down and figure out what it is
1: okay um okay i'll jump into another question um the judge um the county judge and the sheriff recently announced a desire to place a detox center Inside the county's work release center, um, would you support the plan to put a um, detox center in the work release center?
2: I, I am all in on a detox center. The location is not an option for, for the council. That's not our decision. <coughs> Excuse me. It's a county executive's decision. That's a good offer. Uh, whether it's the perfect one or not, I, I'm not prepared to say. We have uh, as a county put out a significant amount of money in a grant if some business uh, that's into this business uh, dealing with it every day uh, wants to come and help us get it started. So I don't know if that's the right location, but absolutely we got to get something. Uh, we're losing uh, too many of our young people every week uh, in this in this county and in this state. Uh, it is a huge crisis, and so. Uh, while it's not a county council uh, item, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: when it comes to us for the vote on it, it certainly I'm going to vote for it, absolutely.
1: I mean, is there anywhere you, like, specifically would like to see rather than the Work Release Center? Because you don't don't seem really very.
2: (sighs) That hasn't, uh, that hasn't, we haven't been in, involved okay. in that discussion. That's been happening in the county executive's mm-hmm. office. Uh, I was at the forum last night where she was talking about it, and I got heard more there, than I've heard anyplace else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we spent some time on that in our uh, forum last night. I, I'm just saying I'm not married to that particular location. Mm-hmm. I am out, all in on having one, mm-hmm. uh, whatever is the most convenient to most of the people who have this problem. One of the
0: responsibilities of the county council is to uh, set the tax rate. Mm-hmm. Do you support a constant yield or a constant rate tax rate? And how have you felt about the uh, amount of spending as a result of the constant rate that we've used in recent years?
2: I uh, I like the, the 1.06. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't changed it in four years. I think it's a good way of of, of, of collecting uh, taxes. Um, You know, we've we've been very fortunate that uh, you know our income has been good, and we've been able to do some things that really need to be done. Um, So I I like it exactly the way it is. And
0: so, um, how have you felt in terms of? the county executive's choices and the county council's um, involvement in the budgeting
2: process uh, over the last four years? Well, the process is what you want to make it. Um, The county council receives a budget from the county executive, at which time she always says she would like to make herself available to any member of the council who would like to come and talk to her. I've availed myself of that opportunity. I've sat down and talked with her. I have uh, proposed changes in the budget. She's been amenable to them. I haven't publicized it. I haven't gone in the press and pounded my chest and say I did this and this. You know, uh, I try to work cooperatively uh, and so it's it's open to anyone who wants to sit down and talk about it. Uh, I've had members in the council, uh, proposing alternates, uh, but that's not our position. That's not something that the council is supposed to do. Uh, We can cut, but we can't add, and they were shifting money up and down, and you just can't do that. Uh, So I think the process is open and fair, uh, and I think if any citizen has a question on a budget item, I'll be happy to help them with it uh, and sit down and talk about it. I've always uh, been very attuned to budgets. I've had a lot of budgets in the businesses I've run, and uh, you know, in our particular case, uh, we've we haven't been able to cut our our spendings as much because we were really behind in firefighters and, and their pay and. Uh, our deputy sheriffs were in the lower 25% of the state. So we've raised uh, all of those uh, significantly to keep the quality of people we want and not have our best ones going into surrounding jurisdictions. So, uh, but we haven't increased it. And uh, I had a conversation with the county executive at the beginning of our term. And I said, I really am opposed to doing anything to raise taxes let's see if we can live within what's coming in we've done it and we've and we've been able to do some really good things the economy has been good Uh, you know the economy can turn on you you have to make some tough choices but we've tried to apply them where it will be most effective as it relates to the function of a county okay schools safety those are our two big issues Uh, We have some impact on roads, not a lot. You know what I'm saying? So things that we're responsible for, we've tried to be very attuned to what the problems are and adjust the budget to to meet those needs. Do you still feel like in terms of school and safety in particular that we're
0: still behind uh, in in terms of funding? Or have have we caught up enough, or is there more spending you'd still like to see go into those two areas?
2: We're not there yet. Uh, we've done, we've made some significant increases in teacher pay, but we're not done. Uh, we were so far behind. Uh, our starting teacher pay was 24, as I told you earlier. I think we're like 21 now. Uh, you know, we're not anywhere near uh, where we, this county is the ninth wealthiest county in the state. That doesn't mean our teachers need to be paid at the ninth highest in the state, but we certainly shouldn't be at the bottom uh, and I, I just, I was appalled because I know what good teachers do and what they've done in my life. And education is the pathway, pathway to a good future. Uh, and there's a secondary thing to good education. If we're giving our kids a good education, they're less likely to get in drugs and other issues that are social problems. And so we're giving a brighter future to our kids and if you have children in your in your families you want the best teacher you can get for that child and to me the, the two most important people in a school system are the janitor opens the door turns heat on the lights makes sure the classroom's ready and that teacher to me we got to take care of those people uh and so i i have a passion to make sure our teachers are cared for correctly and I don't think they're respected enough. I don't think people understood exactly w- how big an impact they have on the lives of our kids. So to me, uh, no, we're not finished. We got more to do. Uh, and I intend to see that happen.
1: Um, back to affordable housing, you had mentioned that Mm -hmm. um, as one of your platform issues and some ideas that you had to kind of improve um, the level, like how much affordable housing is in the county. Um, Could you talk about some of those ideas?
2: Well, I did get a bill passed recently. I think you probably know that, Mm -hmm. the affordable uh, dwelling units. Uh, That will help tremendously our senior population in the county and some uh, other members of the families you know, young people coming back from college, they have bills <laughs> they need to pay. And, and Rather than living in mom's house or in dad, with mom and dad, they, you know, this dwelling unit beside it could be a great asset to them. Uh, that'll take some of the pressure off. But uh, we've got to get creative. Uh, there are other jurisdictions that have uh, worked uh, with the development community to set aside so many units, as uh, you say, you're going to build 100 units. Mm-hmm. If they if they dedicate 25 of those to affordable housing, I think the county ought to be in a position to give them a a break to bring the price down, whether it be less impact fees or things. There's things that we can do to be creative. Uh, I don't want to give a, a, a pathway to it today because. Uh, it's really hit us hard in the last year. And I, I'm sure you're aware of the ALICE report that was put out by United Way. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the uh, breakfast where they discussed it. It's it's really sobering. Mm-hmm. And when you think one-third of the people living in this county are living at or below the poverty level, uh, that's staggering. So while we have a, a lot of people doing well in the county, we're no better, than our weakest link and i have a passion for people that have economic issues and they're struggling to survive because they're serving you in the restaurants uh some of them are young teachers young deputy sheriffs Uh, you know they're, they're they're professional but they're just getting started and and it takes a while to get going and so we've got to pay attention to it do you think that there are too many fees attached to um
0: building in Frederick County and that kind of indirectly drives up the housing costs or is there something is there another reason that it seems so costly to build here or to
2: buy here I should say Well um you take some of the hu- surrounding counties don't have these impact fees you know right there you're adding thirty, forty thousand 40,000 to a house before you even even start uh and, and so, yeah, those things do have an impact and that, that does drive up the cost. And that's where I'm saying, okay, let's let's take a look at the affordable housing. Mm-hmm. There's a place maybe we could start taking a look at what those fees are. And, uh, you know, I think that would make it more attractive to young buyers uh, or people just uh, buying their first home. Uh, so, um that is definitely an area we've got to work on.
0: The uh I, I want to shift to our last question here. Um the county council over the last 4 years has had uh, some strong personalities on it. Uh as the county council president, if you earn another term, how do you see we already know that some of those personalities won't be uh on the council and it could be even more. Um how do you see the dynamic shifting over the next four years, depending on who is elected? And, and is there a hope for um, maybe just more compromise on the board, on the council in general, or or what are you looking forward to in the next four years if you're in a reelection, just in terms of working with your colleagues?
2: Well, you know, it, um, I wasn't uh, out campaigning to be the president of the council members came to me and asked me if I would do it. Uh, I have been disappointed in a way for the lack of civility. Uh, you know, when I worked in Congress as chief of staff for Congress in Bartlett, uh, if I wanted to take a message to him, I couldn't go on the House floor without a tie and a, a, a jacket on. Uh, that's the, the level which the Congress wanted people to see their members representing them. Uh, so I, I had high hopes that we would have a, a civil debates. Uh, I don't care how, how passionate you are in, in discussing your point of view on an issue, but it does not be personal. And I've ended up feeling more like a referee than, a, <laughs> than the president of the council sometimes. And it's, it's been very sad uh as you know i've been attacked personally uh n- nasty things said about me uh i have not responded uh i don't think that uh, two wrongs make a right and uh my mama told me don't do that and so i've i've tried to uh be patient listen to what they have to say say thank you and then move on uh, so i i'm an eternal optimist uh, I think the voters in the county are, are smart people. I think they'll select people based on how they think they're gonna perform civilly too. Uh, I'm getting a, a little flavor in going to forums with those that are running. Uh, there's some good candidates. Uh, I I really, really hope, though, that the level of discourse Let's battle on the issues. Let's you know have our arguments, our positions, our opinions. But after the vote's done, let's be friends. You know, when I was in Congress, there were six uh, Republicans. I mean, excuse me, there were eight members of the Maryland delegation. Six Democrats, two Republicans, and we would meet monthly, uh, and we would close the door. And when we were in that room, it was what can we do for Maryland. That's what needs to happen on the council. What can we do for this county? Uh, R's and D's really are not that important on a local level. Uh, I'm happy I'm running as independent uh, because I really want to represent everyone. I don't want to feel like just representing a slice of the county. I, I, you know, I'm running at large, so I should be re- interested in what all the people have to say and not just listen to one side, and that's what was happening. They were putting me in a box and say, okay, you gotta vote this way. I can't do that. I gotta vote my conscience. Every night when I go home, the next morning I look in the mirror, did I make the right vote? I have to tell you, I've been proud of my votes because I'm voting my conscience and what I think's best for the people of the county, even if it costs me election. That doesn't matter. I try to do my best and vote my convictions to represent all the people of this county, not just part of them. And so, yeah, I'll stand on my record. And on my uh, website, budotis.com, all the votes are there for every member of the council. If you have an issue, look it up. It's on my website. Um, I've tried to be very open and transparent on this because this is a people's business. It's serious business, we need to take it seriously and be respectful of people. When you come to the council, and public hearing, and you're giving your position on an issue, I thank every member, every person who comes up there and speaks to that mic. And I look at them. I'm not looking at an iPhone. I'm not trying to do something. I'm listening because I want to hear. And there have been many times I pulled an item off the agenda and brought it back later because we heard what the people had to say. So I think this is very important that we listen and, and then reflect it in the bills that we actually pass so to me it's a high honor to serve and I think we need to do it with dignity and respect not only for the citizens but for each other and that's my hope and that's I hope it's realistic Uh, I'm going to try to maintain my attitude on the council uh, and I hope the voters elect six others that are going to get it get the job done
0: all right. Mallory, anything else?
1: Um, I think that was pretty much what I had.
2: Awesome.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, Bud, we, we appreciate you coming in again for voters. Uh, early voting begins October 25th, and the election is on November 6th. Bud, best of luck to you in your bid for re-election, and uh, thank you for joining us today.
2: Thank you.